It's like we got a new rug contender here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I know that rug store. It's a different one to the other three I was <laughs> talking about. Hello and welcome along to the Community Notice Board. You ready, Kirk? I am ready. Thank you. <laughs> you look ready. I do. Thank you. <laughs> so nice. Jamie had a shower here. I did. I, did. I used the shower here. <laughs> I had to show him how to do it. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kept being like, Alex, the water is hoiding. Next time without your floaters. Yeah. So. <laughs> Even though it was a shower. I need you to scratch my back. <laughs> um, all right. Hello, <laughs> welcome oh, nice. to another episode of Community Notice Board, a podcast about suburbs we grew up in, local landmarks, hometown heroes, and coming-of-age tales. We have a very special guest today. We have a writer, broadcaster, and artist, Ruby Innes. How are you, Ruby? Hello, I'm good. How about you? I am wonderful. Yeah. It's great to be back it's in good. the studio. And we are talking today about all things Roselle. Ooh. Absolutely. What a place. Oh, what a horrid, place. disgusting, just wretched place. Oh, <laughs> it's lovely. I've been there my whole life. Yeah. yeah. I, it, what, what would you call it? It's not. Is it in a west? Is it sort of in a northwest? It's is like it, that it's like weird bougie. part. It is bougie. It's funny because it didn't used to be bougie, but like it is now. So yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be like, <coughs> yeah. I'm kind of you know working class. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like old school Roselle. Like From the other side of the tram tracks, workers. you know. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I'm not. I'm not gonna pull that shit. I, yeah. I know. If, I know where I'm from, <laughs> um, but uh, it's it's this weird spot where, like, technically it's Inner West, yeah, because it's part of Inner West Council, yeah, but uh, it's not the Inner West, yeah, it's, it's not fucking, what people think it's of. It's all the it's it's so over there, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, over, yeah. There. it's yeah. over there. It's so that it's a Balmain, it's like Roselle the tail end of Balmain, and, right? um, It's it's like in between Lilyfield and yeah. Balmain, yeah. So Balmain's that. like. I was about to say an island. That's not fucking true. <laughs> <laughs> it's Don't worry. We're pretty fact light. <laughs> so I've come here to lie. Um, Roselle is where ghosts live. Um, no, uh, it's kind of, it juts out a bit. Because you got, you got Balmain, Birchgrove, yep. yada, yada, yada. They jut out a bit. And that's where the harbour is around them. Roselle's more inland, if you can say that. Um but, you know, we still got water. We can still see water. Yeah. Which I just think that's so beautiful. Yeah, yeah that is great. Nice. That's what you want. Fun fact about Roselle. Mm -hmm. It's the place where I met my wife for the first time. Oh, that's about very that? sweet. Oh, very beautiful. Where were you? Uh, in a share house where she had just moved in. I was drunk. And, uh, <laughs> <Beautiful>. <laughs> and I was doing like the douchiest thing. I had like, oh, I can't really remember it, but she brings it up all the time. <laughs> that's a good sign. She brings it up all the time. I was like, oh, it's this really nice thing that made you look cool. And like every time she tells me, I was like, oh, that makes me sound like the biggest loser. Like I was just like, I think I'd gone to the bathroom upstairs and as I had left, I found like a guitar that was laying there and I was just <laughs> playing it. Oh, to, no. I, I was just playing it to myself. Like, oh, yeah. I wasn't yeah. trying to impress yeah. anyone. I was totally. playing Wonderwall. But, <laughs> <laughs> just like but playing like, it and just like looking yeah. around. <laughs> but like, I guess she came up and was like, hi, I'm Amy. And I was, you know, like Ryan Atwood in the OC. I, I was just like, hey. She was like, who are you? And I was like, whoever you want me to be. <laughs> she was like, I, I want you to be back downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool! Wow, oh, wow. <laughs> that was the first story. time you met her. That was the very first time. Yeah. I met her. Well, yeah. I mean, she's married. your wife now. Yeah. 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 I know. Oh, okay. I've got to break out that guitar again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's very cute. That is so funny. Yeah. Um, 
You so you mentioned you pretty much lived there your entire life, right? Like yeah, born, I was raised. in Petersham for a brief period. A brief period would be like a year. Right. Is that brief? I don't well, know. I mean, like I'm 25 now, so if you max, you know, if you make sense of the fractions, it's one twenty-fifth of my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, which round is not it, a lot. round it out. You've been there the whole life. Yeah, I've been there my whole yeah. life, and it's mm. brief in the way that like. The distance between Petersham and Roselle is brief. Like you can, <laughs> you can walk there probably. There's a bus actually, the four four five, just oh, bing bang out. boom right there. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to the bus. <laughs> um, and you mentioned that to me and dropped a couple of like local landmarks which we always love. And one that stood out is this Callan Park Hospital for the Insane. Yeah, <laughs> which is what it's yeah. that's, that's still it can't still be called. It's not. <laughs> no. Well, it's now it's like there. I think. Part of it's like part of Sydney Uni Arts, like so just like residences and stuff. It was. Um, so Sydney, SCA, is it SCA, Sydney College, College of the Arts? It got, it got shut down essentially right. or it's in the process of being shut down, which everybody was like, boo, this sucks, don't do that. Fair enough. Uh-huh. Um, and lots of rumours went around. It's like, it's because they want to create high-rise apartments for refugees. I'm like, they're not going to fucking do that. No, no, no. <laughs> absolutely. Refugees might build them for someone <laughs> yeah, to just sell. Exactly. So it's like, oh, that sounds like the stupidest thing I've ever fucking heard. Um, but that's pretty much the big building there is is yeah. the, the arts college, um, which is a part of Sydney Uni. Um, but all of the you know, mental hospital buildings are still there. Right. Um, I've, I went in one twice because uh, mm. it was the easiest one to get into. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the kids would go, you know, it's like, let's oh. go to the haunted house. Yeah. Oh, so they're yeah. like abandoned places. That yeah, they are in. full on abandoned. And they're almost asking for it by calling it the hospital for the insane. Like, like that's, that's a horror like, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I want to go in and see a ghost. <laughs> yeah. They're going to tell me a spooky story <laughs> yeah. about how they're crazy. <laughs> Hold on, ghosts and the ghosts are insane? Okay, I'm there. <laughs> and there's a, you know, little girl like really far away. She's going, la, 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 yeah. la, la, la. You know, all right, now you're scaring me. Yeah, yeah, I'm a great storyteller. <laughs> um, I mean, that's like when you're a kid. That is like something. That's you know some like Victorian novel where there's like a swinging rusted gate and the kids go in there. Yeah. Like you've got literal like a horror story. So yeah. when you're growing up, you're like, is that the spot for all the kids? Like, stay away from the insane asylum. Well, the funny thing is, is that Callum Park was um, the spot where we'd all go and drink. Um, right, right. So. I get mean, a little crazy yourself. Yeah, get a little, <laughs> a little fucked up. Yeah. Lock me up. Yeah, I want, I want to just get a little wild, get a little insane <laughs> at the hospital, <laughs> you know. Uh, but it, it, it was the spot where everyone wanted to drink because Callum Park is fucking huge. Mm, it's, right. it's probably one of the biggest public parks in the inner west. Mm. Like it's, it is big. Okay. Um, and so, you know, Plenty of spots to get on the grog. and um, So as teenagers, you're not, because it's big, you're not breaking into certain spots. Like no. some parts you can just go and drink. Yeah. So, but then is there anything? But you're not allowed because like, it is illegal. Oh, really? Mm. Oh, to, oh, yeah, to drink. Oh, yeah. To drink. I'm kind of running on a progressive platform. <laughs> Jamie's just reading the parking signs. When can I drink here as a 12 year old? The teens outside of the celebrations told me it was. They asked me to buy them cruises, so I did it. So you're drinking there at the at the park, and then the the hospitals near the park are on the park. Is yeah. that right? And, and then you have a few drinks, and then the boys yeah. are going, "Wouldn't you go in and trying yeah. to bully?" And so you'd go in, and it'd be 
Um, look, I don't want to come on here and be like, I believe in ghosts. No, I please, believe they're dude. real and <laughs> the does. devil is real and he's coming for us all. However, <laughs> uh, I do believe the ghosts are real yeah. or at least some kind of fucking well, yeah, yeah. aliens for sure. I'm going on a tangent. Yeah, I like it. Uh, but when I went into the, you know, the the haunted house, it was, yeah, it was a building of the the mental hospital. Um, I went in immediately cold, immediately mm-hmm. fucking cold. It was a warm night, and it was a cold fucking building. Yep. And the further you go, the more rattling and shit that you hear. There's fucking <laughs> drawings everywhere, yeah, and like that's creepy. It's it is. Fuck, there's a fucking uh, rusted wheelchair in the distance of the hallway. Come Shit on. Shit sucked, dude. It was fucking creepy. <laughs> Sounds like Silent Hill. Yeah, like. and, my, and my friends are like, let's keep going. And I'm like, let's fucking not. <laughs> and I left. I, I got out. And, uh, you know, I... I've not looked back yeah. since. I don't care what you say. If you like, you can be like, I don't believe in ghosts. You go in there, you're shitting your pants. Oh, totally. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, sure. you can yeah, absolutely be like, oh, fuck it. Oh, actually, i got to go home. Anywhere <laughs> that involves breaking in when someone's, <laughs> you know, when someone's got booze, they're just like, let's go break in there. I was like, aren't we having enough fun out here? I, I can get my UE boom out. We can all listen to uh, I think that's enough law breaking in. <laughs> yeah. right, we're doing the big one already. <laughs> Um, did anyone ever go down into the tunnel? You said there was some rumors. Yeah, of so tunnels. there's uh, there was this ongoing rumor that because uh, there's, there's like um I think manhole's the wrong word mm-hmm. um, in many ways, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there there are like openings at uh, on the floor all around the park. Um, and it's, it's probably just for fucking sewage. But there was a long rumor that there were tunnels. Under, <laughs> under the park that went all through the park and up to the different uh, buildings, and they were used for the cannibals that they kept at the mm. <laughs> at the mental hospital. That is so cool. Which, yeah, yeah is it's very cool when you are a young person <laughs> drunk in Calum Park, <laughs> getting told that and walking around like, oh, they could just pop up at any moment, <laughs> <laughs> like a mole. Yeah. That. Are they feeding the cannibals? Like, what the? Yeah. Why a tunnel? Maybe just the dogs. Sorry. God, that's <laughs> morbid. <laughs> Spotty drops down. I think, I feel like that as a kid, I believe some garbage. You know, there'd always oh, yeah. be like some house and that was a bit quiet. You never see someone come and go and someone's like, oh, an old axe murderer lives there. And you're like, oh, I guess that's true. Like, anything. Yeah, totally. The first yeah. kid to come up with a craziest story about that weird building was like, yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah. the law. My now. cousin, my older cousin one year older and because of that age gap i was like anything he says is gospel yeah. and he would just be like yeah that house witch lives in there like, yeah i'm like okay fair enough gonna go in that house, house. <laughs> <laughs> noted um i got a little bit of history about the place not heaps um i don't know about any cannibals um but i have a couple of famous inmates um it's uh and also like it just it's been used in a bunch of like films and stuff obviously yeah. uh Notably of which was the music video for Ricky Lee's song Crazy was filmed at the hospital. Is she in a straight jacket? Like, you know, I mean, I haven't watched it, yeah, but it's like it's horribly horribly strange. Strange. Yeah, the chorus is just a little girl in a shining dress doing the la la. <laughs> yeah. Um there was a theft there in two thousand three where like apparently thousands of medical antiques were stolen, which is like so I reckon it's for sure somebody in the city right now who has 
that stash like they've know. got i don't know <laughs> well, <laughs> well, 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 i don't know i guess like they left the wheelchair obviously because it was scaring the hell out Maybe of like a phrenology thing yeah could have been po- like in anything but i'm sure there's some like weird goth dude with you know like the hannibal lecter like thing that they wheel him around yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. just, just hound being like you want to well, see something <laughs> what do you think they did do you think they sold it or do you think they just like kind of set it up in their house and just like sit down on their couch and they're like I love all these medical antiques. I 100% believe that. I think that's what they're doing. I don't think they're getting much traction on eBay with an old, like, you know, rusted wheelchair. Do you know what I mean? I feel like it's haunted skeleton. (laughs) (laughs) Pile of dust. Um, One of them uh, we've briefly mentioned before, but I'll just. I'll bring her up again because she's like my favorite Sydney character from the um, early 20th century is B. Miles. Who was this famous Sydney Bohemian and uh, eccentric? Who I think it, which one ep was we talked one? about. I think it was in Ben Lee's app. Um, basically, oh, yep. just to catch you up, Ruby. This Thank this you. woman, um, she was incredible. She basically like was just known like everybody would know her. So you'd be walking down the street and be like, "Oh, it's B, of course." And she'd just wander around the streets of Sydney. She she was famous. Like you could, if you gave her money and any like Shakespeare like request, she could recite it all from memory. She oh. was like. Uh, incredible she'd sit um she'd just ride like taxis all around the city um, i was about to be like do one but then i realized you're not being no. <laughs> <laughs> but she was like also fun stuff like she would sit in the, uh, a sydney bank apparently had this sign that said gentlemen will refrain from smoking and she'd just sit under it like chuffing darts and they'd be like excuse joke. me and she was like i'm not a gentleman no. oh, oh, queen. love Perfect. it um but yeah there is a dark side like like i said she loved taxis <laughs> She took a taxi to Perth in 1955 Holy and back shit. to Sydney. Holy and she paid the fare. Uh, she did a lot of runners, though. and she. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one you want to do a runner on. Um, Roselda Petersham. She's <laughs> exactly. And, like, some drivers would refuse to pick her up and occasionally she would rip the doors off their cabs. But imagine that as a driver. It's like, am I going to get a run around the corner or I'm going to in Perth and back? You know what I mean? It's like, wow, I'd let us take the fare. chance here, you know? Yes, look, uh, the Shakespeare thing's kind of cool, but uh, how about the superhero? human I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like, um, yeah i don't know where it comes from but she was literally has ripped the doors off taxis uh, the other guy uh, is this it. dude um william james chidley uh who was this is described as an australian philosopher with unconventional theories on sex diet and clothing right so don't we like, all yeah. <laughs> it's like a QAnon guy from 1920 well he's yeah. this guy's on spotify these days yeah. he's, he's kind of he's around he was born in 1860 died in 1916 so that's the kind of era we're talking about uh he was first an apprentice to a solicitor and then an architect but both were unsuccessful so he began working for his adoptive father where he learned photography and uh developed a talent for drawing Mm-hmm. Um, and he basically would support himself as a young man by drawing for medical texts. Um, and or he just ca- drawing people's Yeah, like for a textbook, he would just right. draw the diagrams. Um, and so basically that exposed him to some like medical theories about human sexuality, which he started conforming, uh, forming the conviction that direct quote, there was something profoundly wrong with the way in which modern people had sex. <laughs> It's so true. It's <laughs> He's right and he should say it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, in 1911, he published The Answer, that's his book, yeah. in Melbourne. <laughs> and the authorities attempted to prevent distribution by prosecuting booksellers. I tell you what, I don't want to see the illustrations in that book. You know, that's going to be I want to know what the answer yeah, is. Yeah, totally. Well, I'll give you a couple of clues. Uh, <laughs> Hold on, this wasn't Holocaust Day, was it? That's a different question. There's a different question. He, so yeah, authorities would basically prosecute him and also booksellers. So he just like sold them out on the street to passers by. 
Uh, and then in 1912, he moved to Sydney from Melbourne, where he became a familiar bearded figure dressed in a Grecian-style tunic and sandals, giving public lecturers and wandering the streets. Okay. So he's doing like a Socrates impression, basically. Right. He's wandering sure. around. This kind of sounds like king shit. And he would, <laughs> he would carry a bundle of his pamphlets preaching the answer uh, to living a natural life. Um, so the answer, funnily enough, here we go, is do nothing which is unnatural, however slight. He believed people should return to nudity, okay. natural cohesion, and a diet comprising only of fruits and nuts to be at one with nature. Okay. So... Not that. That's the weird. answer. I don't know. There's so a this few more questions. Like uh, a nudist yeah. vegan. Yeah, yeah, like he's, yeah, yeah. he's basically like, all right, everyone get naked, everybody eat fruits and nuts, and you're all fucking wrong. Yeah, yeah, exactly. However, he was also like, don't even think about having gay sex, anybody. Okay. <laughs> he's very that, much so like, it was an all. Uh, on, uh, it was all hinting yeah. towards unnatural Well, that's sex, the whole thing. There's right. all this public debate about it because a lot of people, progressives at the time, were like, come on, leave this guy alone, don't prosecute him, but, uh, you know, free love. And then he's like, no free love. No, Man, no, woman, no. one beach, nuts, fruit. I was going to say this guy sounds like he's down on King Street, Newtown, except for that part. Like, <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, the nuts and the robes and all that. Like, um, but he basically ended up just getting charged with offensive behaviour, deemed insane, which you just back at, back then you'd just get thrown like anything. If you're a little bit kooky, exactly. eccentric, yes. Yeah. Well, the whole reason that Callum Park opened was to um, to basically sort of catch the overflow from overcrowding at the Gladesville Hospital for the Insane. <laughs> that hospital's yeah. for the Insane everywhere. Um, and, yeah, the, so the poor guy, I guess, if I don't know, depending on how you feel about him, he was locked away. He basically bounced between there and Kenmore and Goulburn and eventually died in 1916 at uh, Callan Park. Wow. So, it's been around, so that, that the Insane teams. Asylum has been around for how long? Like, when did it shut oh, down? It, it, I don't know when it shut down, but it was uh, 1873 it opened. It's wow. still technically... Like they use the buildings for other stuff. Yeah, now. sure. But I don't know when ever. they closed the hospital, but I think it was converted from like a mental hospital to a hospital, like a oh, medical hospital. Yeah, well, they, yeah. they, just they, the word they train uh, ambulance drivers mm, in yeah. one part, mm. um, and I think I think they've they've got a, a what are they like a training hospital, sure. like where hospital. Hospital people, Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> uh, doctors and nurses and whatnot learn, you know, their skills, right. which is oh. doctoring in and a nursing. fucking haunted house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a copy of Grey's Anatomy and the answer. <laughs> you know who they get taught by? Ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. So that's yeah. There's so much history there, and then it's just like teens going like, "I dare you to go in there." Yeah, yeah. Some <laughs> teen coming out like, "A ghost told me to eat fruit and nuts." I, <laughs> I think there was also a production company at uh, Callum Park at one right. point as well. There's been so much shit in that park because there's just so many unused buildings. Yeah. Um, and they're so beautiful. Like the buildings are beautiful, oh, they're gorgeous, and, and they're all heritage filled listed. with asbestos. Just riddled with Best kind of building. A block. Oh wow! So going down the park drinking as a teen that was the, that was the upbringing. Yeah, well. it really, really was. Um, I uh, it was like every Friday night we mm. would go to the. I think from like age like fourteen, fifteen, like go to the park, drink, and then find our way back to my friend's place. Um, and look, mum, if you're listening, soz. Uh, <laughs> but I would be like to my mum, I'm sleeping at Sarah's house. And she's like, okay. Um, God, <laughs> horrid, <laughs> horrid of so me. So Sarah had a cool mum that let you yeah. hang and drink? She was very, like, we wouldn't drink there. But, like, if I 
got back and I this was only once but like if I got back to their place and I was fucking blacked out absolute goner she would bring me you know like a bowl to throw up in and oh, be like oh cool. darling gastro again wink wink what did you eat something funny <laughs> like yeah vodka teddy bears <laughs> <laughs> horrid um no, but we'd, we'd, we'd go down there and we'd mm. drink. And actually, I remember one time where we drank, I think it was the same night I fucking blacked out, there was this uh, park ranger. There was two park rangers mm. and one of them was tall, big. So big fucking hefty guy. Um, and he came up to us and we're like, oh, what are you doing? We all lied. We are like, yeah, we're all of age. Me, already fucked. I was like, I'm turning 22. <laughs> um, and I was... Recently, fifteen, um, <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, happy birthday!" I'm like, "Thank you." Uh, and then, you know, he's like, "You guys have a good night." We had a laugh; it was all good. He went away. Uh, as he was walking away, another group of teens came. They weren't as you know talented actresses and actors <laughs> as we were, and so we watched as they fucking like poured out their drinks. I'm like, oh, what a bummer! Um, but at one point, the the park rangers came back to check on us, and this this big tall guy. Um, I don't know why this is what I remember out of all of it. He's like, want to see something cool? And I was like, yes, I do. <laughs> and he just fucking like drops into the splits. And I was like, you are so large. This is crazy. <laughs> and then I blacked out after that. That's a perfect yeah. moment to yeah. black out. Yeah. That guy's so chuffed. He's like, he's been wanting to pull that move out for weeks. And then he does it and you go, oh, and you faint. <laughs> and he's like, yes. That's got exactly talent. the response I wanted. <laughs> believe this 22 year old thinks the splits are cool <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> um, um and it's called uh chick city which is something i found it is called in chick my city. unofficially i guess yeah yeah Why so it was that? called chick city it was referred to as chick city by some melbourne cunt back in the day yeah um, bernard salt is his name yeah um oh. and it like early noughties uh and so this one i actually you know talked to my mum about uh and I was like, yeah, did you know it's called Chick City? Because uh, there were heaps of unmarried women in the census uh, living oh, in Roselle. Right. And then she replied to me. She was like, uh, yeah, it's because a lot of lesbians lived in Roselle <laughs> oh, in the day, right. Ruby. And I was like, oh, unmarried women. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sometimes they live with their friends. Yeah, yeah. they're gal pals. <laughs> yeah, apparently Roselle was the place to be if you were a woman that loved woman. Yeah, you know? and if you're like a single guy who's like, what about this chick city? Uh, I'm going to hitch a little ride over there on the 445 and pick myself up a young uh, eligible lady. Go to the lesbian bar and be like, hello, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to see the splits? <laughs> um, oh, do you have some? No, no, thing? go uh, for it. I have uh, a couple of things. Um, one was... Um, uh, th there's a lot of work there on the West Connects, a lot of drama West Connects mm. now, a lot of animosity around it. I don't want to get too far into it, but there is a company, a, a store that's shutting down because West Connects bought it out. Um, Roselle Rugs. 
However, Roselle Rugs has uh, been having a closing down sale since 2008. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool. <laughs> Classic rug store Classic move. Classic rug store move. So Roselle Rugs are like, West Connects are requiring our building. We're closing down. We're so upset about it. And it was like, like someone looked on Google Maps, Google Drive by Maps, you know, right. Street View, and has had a closing down sale sign outside their thing for since 2008. <laughs> and, uh, and, then he's, and then the guy who owns it, is uh, he says, yeah, well, I, 2008, I, I was closing down. And then uh, <laughs> I sold it. I uh, ended up selling the business to my cousin who, you know, and he ran it for a bit and then he was closing down. And so he's got all these reasons because, like, it's it's technically illegal to run a fake sale, right? right? Mm. So Which every rug store seems Of course, to. of course. But he's, so he's not making much of an effort to sort of cover it up, but he's clearly, like, he's got his... He's got his timeline out. He's saying, oh, that guy sold it to that. And then they were closing down. But then he just comes out and he says, um, uh, look, mate. He says, you know, it's, it has to close down because that's when people buy. Okay. He just says, <laughs> he says, it cost me 10 grand to, bring, to put the signage up. It cost me 10 grand to bring it down. I just put it up. It's going to stay up. You know, so, so Rosa Ruggs. But Rosa Ruggs definitely is shutting down. And uh, so it's, uh, I don't know where it is exactly. I don't know. It's on a corner or something. See, that's really hard because um – there was, uh, at one point, um, there were, I think, four different rug stores mm. on Victoria <laughs> Road, all closing down, funnily enough. Um, and I, it's, I'm trying to, th- I think it's the one on the corner on, on Darling Street and Victoria we should get the, Road. We should get the uh, address out, but it, it, it was on a corner and... Um, but there's another one that's on yeah, the corner. Yeah, <laughs> that's the well, it's probably his cousin. They just keep swapping hands. But yeah, it kind basically of the like financial edging, to be completely honest. <laughs> like, <laughs> totally. going to close. Yeah, somebody <laughs> said, and I don't know if this is true, and we've definitely hinted at this on other pods and other episodes, that uh, it's... A money front. It's a laundering thing. Like they, these, yeah, these short, so. these stores cannot. And someone, one of the um, Daily Mail or whoever did one of the articles I read, they're like, we went in there to have a look. There was no one in there buying. There was four staff just sitting in the back of the thing with their arms crossed. And it's like, how much money are you making on these fucking rugs? Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, whether it's closing down or not, maybe you just got to look like, hey, we're trying to fucking make oh, business. Totally. But I don't know if it's a, a front or not. But uh, definitely a, a landmark business. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like you know all the activism against West Connects. That could be the one thing that shuts West Connects down. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's refusal to fucking shut his shop. At the same time, though, like maybe there weren't many people in there because they were at the other rugs. Just <laughs> <laughs> like two minutes away. Know, right. yeah, it does seem quite weird to be yeah? shopping around for. I mean, you just go and get a rug. Uh, Rosal rugs. Uh, Lang. Uh, oh. Okay, there's a Rosal Rugs in Moore Park, so I don't know what he's got a franchise <laughs> now. This is booming, dude. Is that one closing? <laughs> yeah. If you uh, show me where it is on the map, I, I got to find. I, I have to you. search Rosal Rugs Roselle franchise somehow. <laughs> Rosal uh, Rugs Roselle. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. Uh, Persian Rug Store. No, I mean, per- it's called <laughs> Persian, Persian Rug, rug Co. Store. Now, maybe it's called Persian Rug Co. This now. is in the Rug District. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Gordon I, Street. Uh, Lilyfield Road. Lilyfield Road and Gordon, is that is that it? Oh. Down there, near uh, the train. Near sounds the... like we've got a new rug contender here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I know that rug store. It's a different one to the other three I was talking about. Because <laughs> there, there were three on Victoria Road. Wow. And then one of them closed. Two of them stayed open. I think one of them... Must have been bought by West Connects because that building, I'm pretty sure, has been knocked down. Yeah. A lot of buildings have been knocked down for West Connects. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. pretty much, like, I wouldn't say entire streets, but like 
half mm, mm. of like a whole street, all the houses knocked down for West Connects. There is a lot of uh, there was a lot of drama about West Connects in Roselle. There was a lot of people. There was one street um, that the because there's a lot of building. There's a lot of tunneling under the street, so yeah. people are complaining about the noise and the. West Connect sent them all like soundproof headphones and then sent them a contract saying, okay, you can't complain anymore. Like, oh, and yeah, no, my, 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 mate's, uh, my mate who lives on a street like parallel to Victoria Road, real close, like right behind the Tigers Club. Um, shouts out, Nicole, love you. Um, she, uh, her whole family got sent like the nice Sony wireless noise yeah, cancelling headphones. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. sent them all yeah. those and she's like, I think I've got a spare if you want some. Oh, and I just cool. never took her up on it, which uh, I feel pretty, you know, shit about. I would love some of those headphones. <laughs> well, that's what this guy, he, he they basically said they, they sent them the headphones on the street and they said, uh, all right, here's the headphones, but uh, if you take the headphones, you can't, um, like, you can't sue us later for hearing damage, one, and two, um, you can't go to the press about this. And so it just sat in that's the thing like, like that's such a cheap bribe. It is a cheap bribe, but some some guy some thing is like you know John decided to keep the headphones, but also not agree to the contract. <laughs> so John's sitting there with his job. headphones, going, "Man, I'm not take to do those this. headphones. Go down to Callum Park, silent disco. <laughs> <in the middle laughs> yeah, 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 you can't hear the spooky noises yeah, if you exactly. got fucking <laughs> the ghosts are like keep it down. Yeah. You know? Any spooky noises on my headphones will be Marilyn Manson. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Kate Bush. <laughs> Jamie didn't like that one. He shook his head. I found. He's got some spooky songs. Oh no, guy. he's he's uh he's cancelled. Yeah, he's cancelled. Oh, 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 Rest Tigers in peace, Club. right? Maybe. Owned <laughs> <laughs> by the rug guy. Tiger's Club is the weirdest thing because it's been closed for like, God, like 15, 20 years. Maybe? No, 10? Uh, it's been closed for a while, but it used to be fucking sick, like the best RSL club. Um, it may not be as big as I'm thinking, but I remember it being fucking huge and having like a whole area dedicated to the pokies. Oh, yeah. And then the other half was like the RSL and there were like multiple levels. I had my formal there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So it was like the big, if you if you want to have a big event in Roselle, it's like that's where you That go. was the place yeah, to go. Sure. Yeah, um, I think, <clears throat> um, yeah, no, uh, great place. And they had like a PlayStation section, so you could like Ooh, go Jamie's and play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I just think they had like PS2s and uh, yeah, PS2s rules. set up, and you so you just go there and play games while you bit of tech and tag talk. tournament. <laughs> that was a progression from that to the pokies. If the ten-year-olds <laughs> play this, and then eventually everyone's like, "Jamie, come play the pokes." I'm like, "I'm just about to be Jack and Daxter." <laughs> <laughs> and they start putting uh, you know games in that have microtransactions. Yeah, and that's where the ball gets together. Uh, but go. yeah, Tiger's Club was a Amazing, and then and you had your formal there. I had my formal there. That's yeah. crazy. Um, and and it was it, it was just the place where everything happened. Essentially, everybody would go there. Um, and I think they just ran out of money, and <laughs> so right. they just kind of yeah. bounced. Well, you'd think maybe it would stop when the club collapsed or when it merged with West Tigers. Well, that's I, I mean to me those things because if, if they're popular and they got pokies, the only thing that would happen is that the building they go okay, we can make more money if we turn this into apartments. 
But if it's still sitting there, you're saying, you're saying it's closed down and nothing's happening with the building? or you're So not- the thing is there was an original plan for development uh, back in the day. Um, I think it was like 12 stories of apartments. Those damn asylum seekers. Um, <laughs> all for the refugees, yeah. which the Roselians hate. <laughs> no, no, that's a bit from a tree. Um, but uh, it didn't go ahead. The, or? Yeah, so the the people uh, the Roselle community essentially were like, we don't want that. Um, we don't want you know these high rise apartments in Roselle. Like you know, it's not it's not the city. It's the yeah, community. Yeah, it's like yeah. we are fucking five minutes away from the city. <laughs> yeah. You are kidding yourself. It's an RSL. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like come on. Yeah. Um, they weren't making any money, so like far enough. Uh, but they so they shut it down not happening and then i think another developer picked it up and wanted to make it bigger and they were like no (laughs) (laughs) this same thing kept happening where like each new development had plans to make it bigger like than the one before and everybody was like no (laughs) no this isn't gonna make it any better that wasn't the issue the first time (laughs) it was too small the first problem was the the you know the the apartments and everything they're like oh no, you're so right. So more about yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. A shopping. The developers like, I'll just chuck some rug stores in on ground floor. <laughs> yeah, that's what these people seem to like. It's okay, they're closing soon. Um, <laughs> but uh, so yes, all these developments kept coming and then you know getting sh- shunned um, to a point where they just gave up mm. um, and it just sat there and you know to be the place where people you know go smoke Gatorade bongs and shoot up and and be little menaces and the, the residents like hooray we <laughs> run <laughs> this was what we wanted <laughs> oh. but uh, then um, this you know big uh, billboard uh, like big poster on the building mm. came up being like uh, coming soon or some shit Ooh. or like we'll be back oh I don't know um, and like with tigersclub.com. Oh, and so wow. everybody was like, oh, the Tigers Club's coming back. That's awesome. And it seemed like they had come to an agreement because there was a new set, set of developers that still had plans for like apartments and <laughs> stuff like that. But it seems like people were fine with it. So so everyone that's was just happy that <laughs> the building wasn't going to be fucking gross yeah, anymore. Just, yeah, that, that's what they should have just high rise by the Tigers Club. And I was like, okay, <laughs> that's fine. That's Tigers! <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, and here's the kicker, West Connects came along. Uh-uh. Um, no. And because this was uh, an area, big area of land that already wasn't being used, mm. they were like, all right, so you guys, you know, you're not planning to do anything too soon with this area. Cool, great. So we're going to use it as a dirt pit for the next seven years. <laughs> on, so man. for the next seven years, uh, West Connects is using, well, the state... Uh, is using that area to just put t- dirt on wow. uh, for West Connex. As long as it doesn't get too high. That's all that matters. <laughs> <Yeah. you know? laughs> as long as no refugees. It's got to be a true blue dirt pit. Yeah. <laughs> and we want a flag, a West Tigers flag on the top. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Um, I wanted to ask as well about your the two kids at your school who apparently just got hit in the head by bricks thrown by oh other kids. Oh, my God, Rosewell <laughs> Primary School. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wasn't even high school. These are no. primary schools. Man, like, even lift a brick. School. Yeah, amazing times. <laughs> uh, not amazing times. <laughs> <laughs> um, yet the the weird thing is, is like, yeah, a lot of people uh, think that Roselle's a very uh, yuppie, high end area, and they're right. Um, but 
Roselle Primary School, apparently it is still fucking rough, but it <laughs> used to be real fucking rough. Yeah. Um, and we, yeah, we had two separate instances with two separate kids, uh, very different times of my primary school experience. I'm pretty sure one was when I was quite young and the other one was like at the end of, you know, primary school, uh, where some kid just threw a brick in the air and <laughs> shock horror, another kid got hit in the head oh, by oh neither oh. of them dead. Great news. That is good. Um, horrible news. They got hit in the head by a brick. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I got good news and I got bad. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and we, we had like, we had like, you know, naughty kids. There was this one kid um, who, you know, go on rampages and like, he threw a chair at a teacher once um, and he'd uh, just run around causing a ruckus. He like kicked the doorknob off our classroom door from the outside. Um, and so we couldn't get out. Um, and <laughs> so every time he would go on his little rampage and I feel really bad because at the end of the day, he probably, you know, just had like unchecked ADHD or totally, some shit. Yeah, like yeah. probably had some shit going on. But uh, looking back at it now, I'm like, that's a story. And I'm yes. going <laughs> to uh, And um, like anytime he'd, you know, go on his little adventures, <laughs> that's such a way to put it. <laughs> um, they'd, they'd set off the uh, school alarm in the office to lock all the classes down so he wouldn't go in and wreak havoc. Um, yeah, and I mean, he doesn't care about that. He's kicking off the knob. He's oh, locking yeah. people down well, himself. Well, that's the thing. One day, but I don't know why they didn't fucking stop him, but I guess they were just like, I don't know, I don't want to hit a kid. Um, but at one point he went into the office, went into the back room where the alarms were and just set it off himself. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Which I think is really efficient. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I know I'm about to go <laughs> on a rampage. Totally. And I don't want to bother yeah. you guys. It's like, so. now's my time to shine. Yeah. Sort of thing. <laughs> Pay out. Checking into work. You know, a punch <laughs> clock. He's <laughs> just like, all right, I'm here. What is it, 802 yeah. or shit? That's also a real, like, on the report card. Like, this kid knows how to apply himself. Gets, yeah. dis gets distracted a little bit, kicks off a few knobs but when yeah. push comes to shove i love that i love a kid who goes on a rampage uh, well, how, oh, like yeah. naughty kids when you were at primary school oh they, they were like some absolute well, legend. was a kid you, who used to live next door like the school was there the exit gate and then he lived there and it was a clearly a rough house and you know like i don't know but you just like they had just shit in the lawn and stuff but he they moved in and then all of a sudden every weekend there'd be windows broken and he lived <laughs> next door to the fucking school and there'd be his name was dylan or something and yeah. then it'd be like every weekend the teacher would get there and it's just like shit everywhere the bins kicked up and then be like dylan he's like i didn't do it it's like Kid, you're right there like it's <laughs> yeah. like clearly it's fucking you yeah. you know what i mean we but, had this yeah. kid orin frame in my year who is he a French author or something? Are we going to have to beep that? I mean, we can. That's I a keep really boring. specific <laughs> name. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's one person ever. Well, yeah, I'm going to look him up after this. I knew this, this kid, Percival McTavish. <laughs> <laughs> Orange frame sounds like a structural like, <laughs> yeah, it does. joinery. But he something. was like, he would go crazy every now and then. And um, I remember once being in like year three or four and some year six kids tried to bash him after, after school. And they were like throwing him around and he fell on the ground and he got up and... Uh, booted one right in the nuts and he fell <laughs> yeah. down and then three of his friends like ran over to be like we're gonna bash you now and then he said like something like three on one that's how I like it and started Aww. kicking them and I was like this kid rules <laughs> what a badass <laughs> Cool name. Yeah, you've been framed. You've been on This guy, bit. we need a movie series about him. That's <laughs> yeah. like, it sounds like John Reacher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I have one more thing I want to bring up uh, only quickly. And um, mm. 
because uh, Jamie's got something. We shout out. I got an old school super villain as well. Oh, though. okay, okay. <laughs> super All right. villain. All right. Uh, very quickly, just um, Bridge Hotel. <gasps> Well, it's actually famous. Uh, I don't have much about it itself uh, as a pub, but it famously um, uh, there was a bit of a controversy about a, p- a potential hit song that was apparently written there or co-written there. Uh, do you guys know that Alex Lloyd song, Amazing? You know, yeah. yeah. Oh, that famous. Uh, Alex Lloyd went to my high school. Well, there yeah. you go, oh. Roselle. Well, this is uh, – so Roselle uh, – I mean, he probably Hotel. had his formal at the Tigers well, it, Club. You know probably. What? It probably was written at the Bridge Hotel because he went to Balmain High. That's like right around the corner. Well, that he, he, so that he definitely wrote it. The question is, did he write it by himself or did he write it with Mark Edward O'Keefe who took Alex Lloyd to court uh, in 2004 – uh, yeah. saying he wrote it with him in 1991 at the Bridge Hotel on the back of a couple of beer coasters. <laughs> so, so, so they hit Alex, Alex Lloyd. Alex Lloyd is not that old that he'd be at the pub at, in 91, right? Well, 91, yeah, no, he would have been because, I mean. No, because my dad played with him and he's pretty old. Is he? No offence to dad, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah, no, uh, he, uh, my dad's a trumpet player um, and he played with him at one point. Uh, back in the day, you know. <laughs> um, so if he played with my dad, I mean, yeah, he's probably like nineteen ninety one isn't surprising. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the the song comes out in ninety nine, and it's a bad song. I'll, I'll come out. And say I mean, it. it's a it's a hit, right? It's I mean, the guy wasn't taking him for the social. Cra- it was the money, yeah. Right? Exactly. You know, so it was a massive hit. And uh, so ninety ninety, uh, so the hit song comes out in ninety ninety nine. Then Mark Edward O'Keefe decides to sue him like seven eight years later or something like that. Um, and um, so he and is rec- Mark Edward O'Keefe just like another muso, or is he like the publican at the place? No, he's another muso, but okay. he's a nobody. Like, I, I mean, you know, <laughs> sad. Not, uh, <laughs> oh, never, he flopped. Never he's played Trump. He's just yeah. a fucking loser. Never <laughs> played with Ruby's dad. Like, okay, he's, like, he's not playing. With, so he's just another guy or whatever, but he, uh, he, he took Alex Lloyd to court, uh, went through all the way to the federal court, and basically said, um, He's stressed out in court, being questioned. He said he wouldn't even be here if he hadn't opened his big mouth and told his wife about co-writing the song. So he basically got drunk one night and said to his wife, you know, I fucking wrote that song. And she <laughs> said, well, you better take him to court then. And so he's sitting there and he's like, oh, um, his story is O'Keefe was there, 1991, Bridge Hotel. He was riding on the coasters with Lloyd about this song. I mean, I don't know how you ride on a – like the, the song is the whole song. It's not just a couple – not just amazing and you fill in the gaps. You <laughs> well, know? they said coasters. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, amazing, and then something else. And you were amazing. You did amazing things. Yeah, fit on a coaster, pretty. Sure, okay. That sounds like something on a coaster. Yeah, Yeah. sounds like a beer fucking slogan. (laughs) You look, you look down at the beer. It's like you did amazing things. Like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I am? (laughs) Yeah, Forex were a co-pro. You know, (laughs) co-producer. Yeah. So Mr. O'Keefe said he left Lloyd. They wrote it together. He let Lloyd have the coasters so he could finish the song himself, trusting him to do the right thing. So he then he was driving home one day, he turned on the radio, he heard this song and he started bawling his eyes out. He didn't, you know, he's so upset. And he didn't and he didn't tell anyone about it for f- for 7 or 8 years because he was embarrassed. Dad. He told his wife. Um, he told his wife uh, one reason I'm here is open my big mouth and I told my wife. Um, why did I tell her? Because I snapped. I was having a breakdown. If I hadn't said anything, I would not have come here to sue him. So he basically said he originally wrote the song in 1989. And uh, just and he said, I know it was 1989. We just talked about Lloyd's mother who had just died, and the defense were like, "Well, she didn't die until 1991." And he's like, "Well, all right, it was 1991 then." <laughs> okay. So then they're like, "It was definitely 1991 because I was in a band called What's Next, and we had a six-week residency gigs at the Bridge Hotel at the time, 
And that's when we did the coaster thing. It was 1991. And then they put out a magazine that said, uh, this other band were playing the whole residency in 1991. He's like, well, we're a replacement for that band. Okay, so he's just going through oh, all this man. stuff. And in the end, uh, they basically said, look, you've got another leg to stand on. And he just, he didn't even turn up to court as his case was dismissed. So, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so Alex Lloyd. He was at the bridge. Yeah, he was at the bridge just sinking, sinking bruise. But uh, so it basically, uh, and Alex Lloyd's still singing to this day. Um, What's this guy doing? Well, that guy's yeah at the bridge hotel. So, uh, Alex Lloyd doesn't look great these days, though. Uh, unfortunately, have you seen Alex Lloyd recently? He's oh. not in the best shape. Uh, he's really, oh. but he's still playing amazing. Good. He really did I mean, do he, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> he looks King like a party shit. animal. Yeah, like yeah. But he looks like that. some guy. I kind of <laughs> like the shirt. Yeah, yeah. The shirt. yeah. So, but everyone is commenting on this video of him playing amazing at the basement in Canberra, Drury. Oh, there you go. Been there many 2019, times. 2019 and. Uh, a lot of people saying, great stuff, Alex. And then someone just writes, meatloaf lives. <laughs> like, oh, man. Well, you know who else had a residency at the bridge? Mm. Shannon Noll did. Wow. Yeah. Oh, no way. He's play there all the fucking time. And that my rules. brother has... Uh, sorry, is this pre-Australian Idol? Like, uh, post. post. Post, sorry. Post. Yeah, post, yeah, yeah. Um, and my brother has a photo of him where... Um, I know that my brother's very much on caps, but it kind of looks like Nolsey is as well. Oh, I they, they're both is. looking. <laughs> Four like one eye on the tip, one eye on the stomach. What about me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I want my shit. Yeah. Good old Nolsey. I mean, Roselle has like a bunch of like historic parts because I think the Boardwalk Hotel oh, is like one of the oldest parts. I did in find the. Um, yeah, and the other thing I found. And the Boardwalk Hotel is lovely. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, well, the only other thing I had on the pubs in there was the, um, I have it here, the Glen Owen. Is it the Greg Owen? Or Gary, Owen. Gary Owen. Gary, Gary Owen. On okay. Darling Street. And I had my 21st. <laughs> <laughs> it was named the worst, uh, a worst COVID pub as in like, Aligning with COVID measures in New South Wales. It's crazy. <laughs> I got COVID. No, I didn't. <laughs> I gave COVID there. So. Uh, but the wow. Gary Owen Hotel, I love the pub with just names like that, the yeah. guy who does Gary the cleanse. And then there's just also the Three Weeds, where I used to have my work Christmas party for a few years. And just, Man, it's just like a I lot of functions. I just in kept Roselle. embarrassing I think myself they have there. Toddies there now, which is very fancy restaurant. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's like a hat restaurant, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like down the road from me. And I walk past them. Like, yeah, you have to wear a hat. <laughs> Baseball cap. Where's your cap? No mask, just hat. Yeah. Yes hat, yes play. No hat, no service. Uh, every time I've walked past it, I'm like... <laughs> I remember when the food was shit. <laughs> so what was a better event? 21st at the bridge or formal at the Tigers club? Um, oh, well, one of them I was tw 12 because it was like, no, one of them Wait I was. <laughs> yeah, 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 because it was year six formal. Oh, oh right. I was just going to say. Yeah, so one of them like I was. You were advanced. Like, you must be a smart kid. Yes. <laughs> so I'm basically a genius. <laughs> just telling the people at school, yeah, I'm actually 22. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had we had uh, year six formal there. Um, uh, also called like year six farewell. You yeah. Know? yeah. Um, we had that there. Um, so I was 12 then. Um, and then I was 21. Uh, at my twenty first, <laughs> so the bridge probably a bit shocking. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'd um, look looking back on it, um, both of them I was not drinking, um, and constantly having to run around. So I, I'm going to give a zero to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, wow. one had PlayStation, sure. yeah. the exactly. Um, no, he, uh, Gary Owens was nice. We only had the upstairs area, which was fine. I had a Sailor Moon cake, which was very cool, oh. and one of my friends, uh. 
at uh, he did like a speech, which was very nice, very wholesome until it wasn't. And he made reference to him introducing me to one of his friends that I had sex with. Um, and like, he was literally like, you know, you introduced me to so many friends. You taught me so many things. And, and you know, you, you added so much to my life. You know, you introduced me to this person, this person, this person. I introduced you to And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> was your nan there like, what does that mean? Everyone was there. Oh, like Twenty first, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Sailor Moon cake. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I found a fun little like group of like, the, for want of a better word, they're super villains from like the twenties and thirties. It was like cool. it was a group of um people, and it started. It seems to have started with one guy called Grey Shadow. Okay. Right, so this is Marvel yeah, okay. DC. What what, was like? What's his persona? <laughs> <laughs> um, this dude is, and I guess he just wore a long grey coat, but he would rob people and make okay. be quite theatrical about it. And then he, kind of like the Phantom, like people would just copy his thing and be like, "I'm Grey Shadow," and rob people and be all like, um, quite theatrical. Uh, cool. This dude, there was a and. I mean, like they said, there was a few, and they don't know who. I think only one ever went to jail, and this guy, his downfall was um, messing with Rizal. Um But there were there were a bunch of people. One one guy, which rules, he was robbing two people in one night. Uh, so he, but this guy was called Black Shadow. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, so, yeah. okay. so this is not. He uh, didn't want to be affiliated with Grey Shadow. A scorpion submarine. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Thing, yeah. Uh, there were blue shadows, Grey Shadows, and yeah, Black yeah, Shadows. Yeah, yeah. Um, Black Shadow was, uh, so it says he was becoming a menace. Uh, one anonymous Black Shadow bailed up at gunpoint two taxi drivers in quick succession in Leichhardt and Darlinghurst on the 8th of September, 1929. Um, he, all he stole was 300 pounds, uh, sorry, three pounds, which I get, which is like a couple hundred bucks back then. Um, but what was peculiar is that he used the same words. So when he, he'd, he'd stop the taxi and he'd say, bail up for the Black Shadow, and then he'd rob him. Uh, but he wore a black uh, suit in he one. He must have thought that was so cool. Yeah. Too. Well, he had, he had different colored clothes between the two robberies in quick succession, and so they. Oh my thi- god! Outfit change. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not dead set. Kind of gaggy. Weak tea boots. They theorized that he had an accomplice. It was a getaway getaway driver who would shadow the taxi and literally he'd jump in the back seat and do a quick costume change and oh jump out. And it's like, aha! Now I'm blue shadow. Um, <laughs> That's actually amazing. It, I mean, it's so sick. That is cool now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love these rocks. Um, and then, so all these shadows would come and go, and people get locked up, and you know, all of a sudden, no, they think the shadows disappeared, but then a new one comes. Then this is the one who I think is dis- definitive, and he claims to be the real grey shadow. Um, and he holds up this guy called Arthur Hunt, who was a licensee of a Darling Road wine saloon in Roselle. Uh, so he held them up, and I have the article, the original article here, which is notorious hold-up man, exciting Sydney scene, quote, itching to shoot someone. <laughs> Damn. And, uh, we all? <laughs> and the opening line rules, because this is 1929, it's like, reminiscent of an Edgar Wallace scene. <laughs> so, man, this guy's movies or plays would have rocked. <laughs> um, but apparently he was like, he was super polite to them. And he said, like, he was like, I'm very sorry to have to do this. Um, he goes... Uh, he he would boast that he there was not a detective clever enough in Australia to catch him, and that he was itching to shoot someone. Um, and then he would, but he would also be like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. 
uh, to have to do this, but I need to provide for my wife and children. And so um, this this article about him goes, uh, if it indeed was the shadow, he was remarkably indiscreet because he also told Hunt that he was a timber worker and married with four children. (laughs) 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 Do you want to draw your own police sketch there? And apparently uh, he might have been putting down a a fake trail because the dude who they eventually got... um, and claimed is the real shadow who was responsible for all of the robberies was a 29 year old salesman called Thomas Skinner, uh, who was arrested after robbing another shopkeeper, Richard Woods in Rizal in early 1930s, uh, early 1930. He was chased by the police and he shot one of them in the groin. Oh, so he's a cab before it was cool. You yeah. Know? That's, um, that's dope. That's dope. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's fought it. He, he said, I wasn't, it wasn't me. I was at the cinema with Vera Lee. Uh, you know, oh, you know we're all the cinema with Verily. Okay, we're all there. Classic. But I love Classic that, like, excuse. I reckon that, but that's uh, all you that do is a like, there's someone's robbing as Grey Shadow all day, and who's catching Grey Shadow? And then it's like, all right, like, you know, I rob one person as Grey Shadow and pretend to be Grey Shadow and then duck away. Mm. And then they catch this guy. They're going to. Pin him for that robbery. Oh, totally. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, I'm oh, it's good look, it's a great So you just plan. have to put on a bit of thing. Yeah, I'm fucking Grey Shadow. Whatever, I just love man. the flashiness. Myself, the costume changes, oh, yeah. the so bail up for Black Shadow. You, you know, know what? We don't see that anymore today. You know? <laughs> no, times well, well, you know? I mean, the thing I've got is kind of similar. Uh-oh. There's a bit of flash and there's yeah. a bit of crime. Oh, you mean this guy men flashing people? This guy is This guy's called John Killick. And uh, this one's a bit wild. It has like a few personalities involved. But uh, John himself was born in Newtown and he moved to Roselle in primary school. And what, sorry, and he, what era are we talking, John? Uh, this is the uh, around like, I think the 70s okay, okay. or 80s. Mm-hmm. And so he went to Roselle primary. Oh, and so, represent. Yeah. <laughs> I hope we didn't do anything that bad. <laughs> <laughs> and so he was quoted saying like in Roselle primary, like everyone knew like criminals. Uh, there was one guy like Darcy Duggan who was famous for like being a stick-up man and a multiple prison like escapee artist uh, that like everyone there viewed him as kind of like a hero slash anti-hero rather than a yeah. criminal. And so like this guy didn't really get into trouble much when he was a kid, but then when he was around 18, like his mother died and he started robbing banks to help pay off his own gambling debts. Mm-hmm. And so he did a bunch of like arm stick-ups, <laughs> but... um. I mean, that's like, it starts off, his mother died and he had to help pay off. And you're like, this is so sweet. His own gambling debt. (laughs) (laughs) He was at the Tigers Club and Where's the Gold took a turn. Uh, But so like he was known, uh, he was known at the time as the gentleman thief because he never like opened fire or harmed civilians. And he also became Australia's first decimal currency bank robber, which I had to look up because I had no idea what that meant. But it was basically like he was the first person to stick up. stealing crypto. He was the first person to stick up a bank after uh, it changed from like shillings and pounds to to dollars. dollars. And so he became very famous when he held up the the Canley Heights ANZ. And so from the 60s onwards, this guy is in and out of jail repeatedly. And uh, he eventually he spends more time in jail than out. And during this time, he like in, he's in jail with some of Australia's most notorious criminals. Like he's got books out now about like his time in prison and like every criminal... Every colour like, shadow is in jail. <laughs> Every colour of the Would you rainbow. believe he knows the blue and red shadow? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but like all, is it like all a power ring? <laughs> <laughs> he knows Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> but he like knew all those guys like um like Nettie Smith and all those people. Right, like okay. everyone. And so eventually he gets out and he reckons like he goes straight. He doesn't rob another bank and he falls in love with this uh, Russian immigrant lady called uh, Lucy Dudko. 
and she is married as well, but she's apparently trapped in an unhappy marriage. And the way Killick tells it, he protects this lady Lucy from the husband who is known to get like physical and possessive. So the Mm -hmm. husband realizes Killick's on the scene. He gets pretty mad about it and he goes like straight to a judge and it's like, this bloke killing What? <laughs> I didn't know you could do that. You put an injunction on this guy hitting on my girlfriend. Uh, no, no, he, I'm down at the Supreme he, Court. Like, look at the likes of this. Uh, this right, guy's like, tell her to unfriend her, okay? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> no, it's because he knew that Killick had a past as bankrupt. Oh, I see. So he was uh, like, hey, this bloke, check him out. And it turns out, like, uh, he has a uh, someone, like, so this judge sends this stuff around. Turns out he has a warrant in Queensland that hasn't been, like, fulfilled. Someone in Queensland sees it, and he's going to put Killick away for six months. Lucy Dudko is now terrified because she's like, the guy who protects me from my insane husband is going to prison. And so they both decide to run. And this is when Killick decides to return to bank robbing after a period of, he reckons, eight years. An eight-year hiatus of bank robbing. A bit of a Bonnie and Clyde situation coming up. Yeah. Mm. So he says, we hit two banks. Yeah, they keep dragging me back in. Well, essentially, yes. Because he was saying that, like, the, the moment of bank robbing has passed him by, like, New stuff has happened. Oh, so no. he, <laughs> yeah. He's coming yeah. in with a musket and shit. Yeah, different colored notes now. Yeah. Like I went from pounds to decimals and that was enough. Almost because he says like he was past it and he didn't realize like that notes had die packs in them. Oh shit. Like because oh. he so he stole thirty two thousand dollars and during oh, the like robbery Jeez. the die pack went off and this then is like, like the old guy in Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Everything and so, so he uses oh, his and good time, right? Same thing happens. Yeah, it's good yeah, yeah, it's just like good time. It's just like good time. <laughs> <laughs> The more I think about it, the less it's like good time. But <laughs> is that Bad that safety time. one? With, yeah, 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 with Rob Pattinson. Yeah. Great um, movie. And uh, so basically, like, he's trying to be still a gentleman thief with the die pack going off, and he shoots his gun. Apparently, like, it hits an off-duty cop or something. Oh. So he gets caught. Is this written, Wikipedia written by him? This sounds like the most, like, <laughs> apparently he shoots in the air because he's celebrating a Would wedding. Would you believe and... that this guy's done a lot of interviews? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like oh. this is definitely so, written. Uh, so he gets put away for 10 years because they're like, you've got prize, like, you are a bank robber and him being like hey I've been away for eight years doesn't track <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I may have robbed a few banks but I'm yeah, hardly yeah, a bank yeah. robber <laughs> so, so Lucy is a pretty, couple of seasons off yeah <laughs> Lucy's pretty inconsolable because she's like this is this is my lover I love mm. him and uh, Killick then also has like a lot of security on him because he's classified extreme risk because not only has he robbed banks but he's also made multiple prison escapes before and some were successful so they're Good just like, yeah. yeah. So I like, reckon if you, can, if you escape a prison, then fucking yeah, you know, you're allowed out. Yeah, you're is out. he still alive? Yeah, he's still alive. Is he free? Dude. Uh, he is free. Oh, he's free. Here he is. If you're listening, Killick, come on the pod. Come baby. on, baby. <laughs> he probably would. He's got like four <laughs> books. He talks to anyone who'll listen. All right. oh, Even us, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be like, these riffs are pretty bad. <laughs> but uh, so this is where like another famous criminal makes like a little cameo. This guy, uh, Paul Bennett. You might not recognize the name, but uh, he was a conman. That landed a helicopter on Russell Crowe's like Coffs Harbor property. Mm. So he landed a helicopter there <laughs> and he like goes to Russell Crowe, like, I'm a fucking helicopter pilot. How about a job? And then like Russell Crowe <laughs> Russell Crowe gives him the job. <laughs> okay, that's how it works, I guess. Because, Take it all because he is quoted as saying that he thought that Bennett was cheeky. And so then you met this. 
this might ring a bell. This was right around when um, Russell Crowe entered into that like famous relationship with Meg Ryan when they were making Proof of Life. When sure. I think like one of them or both of them were cheating on their partners to be with each other. But uh, this guy Bennett, he famously got sacked because he sold secrets about Meg Ryan to the press. Oh, I remember. And that. so Crowe was like. Mate, there's cheeky, and then there's cheeky, <laughs> <laughs> and, then he, and then he fires him. Hold on, the con man I gave a yeah. job with no reference check is just so. So this guy me. Bennett, he's in prison. He's a con man, like famously a con man, but he's also like a trained helicopter pilot, and he reckons he can help Killick escape from prison. He's like, you know what? If you give me twenty grand, if you get me a helicopter. <laughs> yeah, that's what he says. He I gives- have experience. <laughs> I mean, you laugh, but that's literally what he says. <laughs> he's like, I know how to pilot. A helicopter. If you can get twenty grand, like to me, ten k up front, I'm gonna fucking figure out a way to get a helicopter, fly us all out of here. And so Bennett decides, like he's like, oh no, sorry, Killick decides he's like, all right, this is on. I'm gonna con the con man. So he gives him like a little bit of money up front. It's just like, tell me everything about flying the helicopter. And so. Bennett is like, yeah, right. And like tells him like, uh, this is the height you need to go. This is the speed you need to go. This is the time you need to go. And then Killick says the most important thing he told me was about the transponder because transponder is like a radio thing that like if someone is in danger or being hijacked, they can just like click a radio and that goes to Sydney flight control. They'll immediately be like, this has been hijacked. Get on it. So Killick becomes convinced he's like a helicopter is the way to do this and he gets lucy to visit the prison he's like what we need to do is get a helicopter to bust me out of prison <laughs> and she's like and she goes yeah all right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she really loves this guy oh, oh cool yeah i'll yeah. do yeah. that yeah. that's normal yeah, she's, she's like great idea and Kilix like yeah i fucking know like i talked to this guy he's a helicopter pilot so on the 25th of march in 1999 this is right around like ever like sydney's getting ready for the olympics yeah amazing's on the radio with alex lloyd you know? <laughs> yeah it's a good time for everybody yeah, lunatics are roaming the streets <laughs> in the callum park but so lucy Ruby's does out go, of six formal you know, like <laughs> and it's bob <laughs> someone's probably shooting up in the park yeah people are requesting amazing over and over again <laughs> so lucy dudko she books a helicopter flight around the sydney harbour bridge like track which goes around the olympic stadium village harbour bridge all that stuff and it goes all the way to manly so uh all seems well to the helicopter pilot whose name is tim joyce although he finds it odd when lucy gets on she's like i'm ready for my tour and she has four like shopping bags with her <laughs> oh my god I'm just got a big bag with a dollar sign on it. <laughs> yeah, 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 so yeah, it's yeah. just groceries yeah. Yeah. Me home? <laughs> and so <laughs> uber was a uh, real surge charging so this works out better so they're in the air and this helicopter pilot tim joyce he notices that like lucy's not seeming too into the helicopter flight. Mm-hmm. Like she's a bit agitated. She keeps searching through her bags and stuff. So he says that he attempted small talk, <laughs> chatting about like chatting about the sights and giving her a bit of God, educational. I hate it when your helicopter pilot tries yeah. to talk to you. It's like, yeah, exactly. Come on. He's trying really to give her like looking at your friend like yeah, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Put your AirPods yeah. on. <laughs> He's giving her the whole educational commentary, but he says she was clearly disinterested. So as they near the Olympic site, the woman like peers out the window and asks him like. Hey, is that a prison just ahead? Silver water. And like uh, <laughs> Joyce says he later told police, I told her I couldn't get too close to the prison because of noise problems, but I'd fly a circuit so she could have a good look. So he flies around the perimeter of Silverwater while this woman is still like going through her bags. And eventually 
pulls out a pistol and points at his head and goes, this is a hijack. And so Joyce's first reaction is to reach for the transponder. And uh, Lucy Dudko, because of the Paul Bennett, Russell Crowe guy, is like, don't fucking touch the transponder, bro. And he's like, ah, damn, I'm busted. (laughs) So she says, no transponder. And then she hits him in the hand with the, like, butt of the gun. And he's like, ouch. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I guess I won. (laughs) Owie, owie. (laughs) And she's like, do you want me to do it again? And so, like, so Dudko, like, has this guy at gunpoint and forces him to land in the exercise yard of Silverwater Jail. So the prisoners are stunned, but they also start cheering. They're like, fuck yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Meanwhile, like, Killick Killick knows what's going on. I used to do that when a dog would turn up to school. (laughs) 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 Helicopter in jail. Yay! It's (laughs) Rocco! Someone tell him. She's got groceries. (laughs) (laughs) So everyone's kind of cheering and being like, what the fuck's going on? And people, like, getting out of the way because, you know, big blades and stuff and, like, security guards are on the left. But not John Killick, who just starts, like, kind of striding casually towards the helicopter. And uh, he gets on the helicopter in his, like, green prison singlet and shorts. And he, according to reports, he tells the helicopter pilot, mate, you can make a lot of money out of 60 minutes if you do the right thing here. It's your choice. Wow. This guy rules. And so This really cool. And so Killer gets in the helicopter, flies out. Meanwhile, the guards are shooting machine guns at him. Holy shit. And the bullets miss everything while the whole helicopter flies out. (laughs) And so, like, he flies... They hit her, like, milk in the grocery. Yeah, She's yeah. like, oh, <laughs> we're going to have to go back to cold. <laughs> so here's another fun bit. They fly northeast to Macquarie University, where oh they God, land... I went there. So, so, <laughs> so they land on Christie's Oval, like, which is, like, an oval at Macquarie University. And so, like... So they, and then they're just like, all right, Joyce, you go on your way. Enjoy 60 minutes, brother. And then they go on the run for 45 days. They like, they go visit a friend who's like, we'll set you up. They dye their hair. They start staying at a caravan park and stuff. And then um, after 45 days, the caravan park manager gets pretty sus and he dobs (laughs) them in. And they're arrested pretty quickly. And then in prison, apparently, they exchange more than 4,000 letters. And they keep going to the correctional board being like, hey, let us get married. And they're like, absolutely not. And they're like, we promise we won't try and escape by a helicopter again. <laughs> and they're like, no, you still can't get married. And so Killick's like, God the, damn The it. celebrant's like a, a helicopter and a fake mustache. <laughs> <laughs> so Killick's like, God damn, I just want to get married to my Lucy. Whereas Lucy, she's in prison and for the first time and she finds religion. And so she cuts off all contact with Killick and moves on with her life. And they Good both eventually him, get out of prison, and Killick uh, wrote a bunch of books about his prison life and has tried numerous times to speak to Lucy for the book, like, to rekindle the relationship, but they've still not spoken. Wow. And oh, as a coda, man. there's a fairly famous Aussie hip-hop song by a Earth Boy called Long Loud Hours, which tells the whole story of the escape from Lucy's perspective. So you want to listen to some Aussie hip-hop and get an education about John Killick? Listen to Earth Boy. Wow. <laughs> Apparently, she just works in the North Shore somewhere as like a cleaner. That's yeah, the only female perspective I ever want to hear is from Earth. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we've got her view, and now we've got a guy to synthesize it down and make it interesting. Notice board, we respect women's voices, so we want you to listen to Earth. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> that is insane. Yeah, that is crazy. That is I mean, that that's a crazy story, but I, I thought it, they're both 
dead in jail. But they're, they're just no. like, she's just working as a receptionist and, like, and he's, all the He's released, like, his books are just like, oh, I spend time in prison. And he just does chapters of, like, this criminal fucking knew him. And, like, he just goes off about it. Man, he does the other thing all is, time. if you escape from jail and you and you do 45 days without being captured, you've won. So that, you, you've almost, like... You know what I mean? Like in terms of like escapes, if you try to scale a fence and get shot in the yeah, ass yeah, and fall yeah. down, you're a loser. But if you if you can get away for 45 days, that's oh, you can a, hold your head up high. That's ve- yes, I exactly. Read about this one guy, I think he's in Newcastle, and he escaped from jail maybe like fucking like 40 years ago, like yeah. ages ago, and he he escaped and he got out, but whole time. Homeless and like unable oh. to get a job. And North Shore Manly, yes, I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. And, and he, he, he handed himself in. He handed himself in. Yes, because he got. Co- did he get COVID? Well, something about there was something to do with COVID. Yeah, it, it was that, during that, COVID. Like time. the lockdown. Oh, like I think the lockdowns. Something. Yeah, he couldn't. I think you. Yes, I, I. I vaguely know this, and he. Um, yeah, I think the lockdowns, and he couldn't work because of lockdowns. But he didn't have any support network, and he did, he couldn't work. He couldn't apply for JobKeeper because he was completely right. off the grid. Yeah. Because as soon as he went on the grid, they'd be like, "Well, you're here and no come back." So he literally <laughs> went down back. the thing and said, "All right, I got away." But he's yeah, wow, I'm, yes, he that's insane. That's really incredible. Crazy stuff. But that is like to me, if you're in prison, you go, "All right, I'm going to roll the dice here. If I can get away for forty days and have a bit of fun." I'll come back. I feel like you come back the hero. Yeah. Do you know totally. what I mean? If yeah. you go back to jail and people like the helicopter guy. Yeah, yeah. You're, you, get, wow. you get free cigarettes yeah. the rest I mean, of your the girl, life. I feel bad for the woman. She was, she was at home watching TV and then she got roped into it. But still. She did like the hard yard. She did the robbery. She had the groceries. Yeah. Yeah, I just think it's incredible that she like, she was, she was in it for the fucking breaking out of jail in a helicopter. <laughs> but the second she found God, she's like, actually, <laughs> Actually, you're a bit toxic. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I got pretty close to God up there in that helicopter. <laughs> yeah. and, um, um, we should wrap up with our last yeah. two. So we have two questions. Uh, the first, oh. Ruby, if someone tells you, hey, I'm coming to Roselle for a day and I just need an itinerary, I need something to do morning, afternoon and night, what do you tell them to do? Oh God. Um, it's a, is it a weekend? It's yeah, whatever it's day Saturday, you choose. Saturday. Okay, if we... If Say Saturday, uh, I'd say in the morning, go to the Roselle Markets. They usually got some cool stuff there. It used to be better. Um, now it's bad. I got a review not. for Roselle Markets. One star, Ron Mirbeck. I was mugged and a dog bit me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so but but that was one of, the, one of the contrasting reviews. A lot of good reviews I'm of Roselle Markets. I'm surprised that isn't a five star review. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say that's a really good experience to have. A great day. Um, yeah, he got mugged. I think he just made a bad deal. <laughs> me. Um, no, the Rosa Market's is lovely. You can get a coffee, look at some antiques. I bought a painting the other day. Oh, First lovely. painting I've ever bought. I felt so special. I was yeah. like, I'm an art bitch. And <laughs> great. Um, you go there in the morning, go for a walk through like Cal- you, like Callum Park may be you know, an old mental hospital. Uh, but it's a beautiful park mm. and, and like just the foliage and the flowers and yada, 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 the Chinese gardens. Mm-hmm. It is a beautiful place. Mm. Um, you can do the Bay Walk. That shit's lovely. Mm. Um, so I say a nice walk through there. Middle of the day, get another coffee. Yeah. There are so many cafes in Roselle. Yeah. So many. Karate <laughs> <laughs> chop. Uh, so many places to get coffee. Um, get a rug too. There's heaps of rugs. <laughs> While you can. <laughs> yeah, closing down soon. Um, 
you know, you could also buy some uh, Aboriginal art as there are, th- I think, two different places that sell it. But at one point, I think they were the same place. I think Kate Owen Gallery owned both buildings right. at one point. So, um, like buildings on the main street? Like yeah, art, art like galleries? not that far away from each other as well. And I was yeah. like, oh, I mean, the one's bigger and it looks like there's space in there. So I feel like you could just put all of the art into the one bigger building. Mm. Right, but at the right. same time, you know, covering get ground, I respect yeah, it. Yeah. Um, Better than a pile of dirt. <laughs> the, you know, <laughs> yeah, the West Tigers. Yeah, uh, you know, oh, maybe in the afternoon you can shoot up at the <laughs> <Jazz> <laughs> club. Um, okay. But, uh, you know, dinner-wise, because the thing is, like, look, I live in Roselle and, you know, I spend a lot of time there, but uh, I also work from home and spend a lot of my time inside. So, like, <laughs> I'll go out in the morning, get a coffee and, you know, hang out. The rest of the day is just staying the fuck inside. That's yeah. been, you know, adult life at the moment. Um, and Roselle, as, as lovely as it is, it's also just kind of like filled with old people. Mm. Um, so, you know, there, there's no bump and place. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even the Bridge Hotel doesn't go off anymore. <laughs> yeah, too many um, lesbians, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> not enough in my opinion. <laughs> um, so there's no, like, good... I mean, what was that dinner place? Yeah, what was the dinner you place? You could go to the to- if you can make a booking. Yeah. You can't just walk in there. Oh, no, yeah. you can't just walk well, you in can, to toddies. you can, turn around and leave. Yeah. you got to walk in with a booking. There's a lot of... Actually, you know what? One uh, uh, food place, which I feel like is very... Um, What's the word when it's... Um, Good happening? Uh, yeah, but, but like not a lot of people think it is. Oh, like underrated? Yeah, underrated um, place. It's a poke bowl place in Roselle mm. and it's called... Um, uh, I think I think it's called Sushi Man. No, it's it's Roselle Sushi. No, Roselle Sushi is the sushi place. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, because the thing is, like that place used to be a charcoal chicken place, Ooh, um, oh. and they had the best chips with gravy. And then the guy owning it um, was like, "I actually want." to do Japanese food because I'm Japanese and everybody's like, okay, work. Um, (laughs) And so he became a sushi place. But the thing is he was right across the road from Roselle Sushi, which has like been the longest running sushi place and the only sushi place of Roselle. So nobody was going to go there. But then he started doing poke bowls Uh, um, and that shit goes hard as fucking hell. Oh my God. He's got this like Darling Street uh, bowl, which is – uh, I'm not going to explain the ingredients because I don't remember what they are, <laughs> but I have eaten it and put it in my body. And let me tell you, worth it. Very Hell delicious. Yeah, yes. Very yummy. Um, if I could only remember the fucking name. <laughs> but that place. We'll have to splice it rules. in. We'll get a voice memo from you. And then I'll just be like, Roselle Sushi. <laughs> <laughs> it's Roselle I think it's, I think it's Sushi Man or Sushi yeah. Mate. I mean, if you look up Sushi and walk in that direction, there's two what, yeah. you know, it's one of two. Just right sushi with the poke bowls. <laughs> They're incredibly yeah. close to each other. It's the place to be. Yeah, just yeah. Go to Roselle Sushi. And sushi cross, mate. Yeah, it is sushi there mate. You go. Mate, go to yeah. Roselle Sushi. Cross the road. Go <laughs> to the other place. Go to the other place that has Japanese cuisine. And uh, last question, Ruby, is uh, when all is said and done, you've achieved everything you wanted to in your career. You've achieved to the highest, highest heights. Would you settle down in Roselle? And, I mean, you, you're there now, right? Mm. Yes. So it's effectively, are you going to stay there? Would you stay there? Well, I'm, I'm there with my, my family. I am very uh, blessed and lucky to be able to, you know, live with my parents at the moment and, you know, not uh, make them want to kill me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or vice versa. Or, yeah. I mean, no, I 
love them. <laughs> I would never do that. Um, but uh, Your dad's yeah. playing the trumpet. Like, Put that bracket <laughs> down. <laughs> hit, him with, hit him with a brick on that. <laughs> Just throw Roselle it up. Roselle Primary, the baby. <laughs> See wow. where it falls. See Roselle way. Um, you know, I'm, I'm very lucky because, you know, not a lot of people can do that. Uh, I, like, part of me is like, I would love to live in Roselle forever, but another part of me is uh, realistic mm-hmm. and knows how much it costs to live in Roselle. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. um, I feel like uh, selling even my best organs wouldn't be enough. <laughs> and I've got some pretty high-quality ones because yeah. I don't drink anymore, so I think my liver would, you know, Ooh, get uh, me a fair bit of money. Yeah. Um, <laughs> has been looking into it. <laughs> like, what you say? If, if I had a trillion billion dollars, I would probably... Probably, you know, love to live in Roselle. There we go. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Very livable place. Oh, it's lovely. I've, I love Roselle. Yeah. It's cool. Ruby, thank you so much for coming thank on the podcast. You. Do you have anything that you would like to plug? Um, you can find me um, at the place that I work. Um, you can find my writing on Kotaku Australia, where Great I website. write about silly little bullshit and <laughs> games and stuff. Um uh, I d- did an article the other day on a new, <laughs> the world's first gamer nut butter. Um, I saw that. <laughs> it's called Jobby Pong, and <laughs> Jobby is a Scottish word for shit, and Pong is an English word for stinky. So, uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> perfect <laughs> name for gamer nut butter, nut you know. Butter. Um, but yeah, you can find me on Kotaku Australia. You can find me on Twitter at Ruby Innes, where I'm equally as insane. Um, and Instagram, I have that, my name. Um, I also draw silly little comics. Uh, I haven't recently, but I do drawings on Kotaku as well. But that's Comics comics by Ruby. Mm. I think that's what it's called. Check it out. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks oh, so much. Ruby, thank you so much. And as always, you can find us on all social media channels. You can rate us on Apple Podcasts and now Spotify. Thank you for all the five-star reviews we've gotten. We'd love a couple more. We have a YouTube channel where all the videos of our episodes get put every Tuesday. And the podcast comes out on Monday. Just spread it around. We're on TikTok. We've got clips on TikTok. Go follow that. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Drew's dancing. Drew's (laughs) Drew's doing trends. I refuse to log into the TikTok, but Drew worries about it a lot. No, we we just do little clips on there. So if you're on there, check it out. Give us a follow. We appreciate that. I'm sitting there being like, Instagram real. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, that was a great episode. Thank you, everybody. And we'll see you next week. That was great. Thanks, Ruby. See you guys. Bye. Bye.